0: One, two, three, four. This, my dear friends, is the Chofta. Do you want some more? The Chofta, the weekly podcast with Haji Mike. Culture, music...
1: Politics,
0: football, life. this week I want to talk to you a little bit about a petition I started online uh, to have a street named after George Michael in Cyprus. I started this initiative on um, Avaz, which is an online uh, petition site, um, two days after George Michael died on the 25th of December 2016. Um, around the same time a petition started in London, to have a statue uh, placed outside his house. It was really difficult to do this petition, although we got something close to about three thousand signatures, and the and the other petition got close to about five thousand. But the difficulty I had with it in Cyprus was the. Um, it came from a lot of directions, really. I think, first of all, it comes from a conservative backlash, because there's a lot of stuck-up people in Cyprus who didn't like George Michael for a lot of reasons, and. Have have this kind of um, how can I say snobbery or attitude towards him that he wasn't Cypriot anyway, or he had he had nothing to do with Cyprus. The worst case scenario being, you know, people say, "What did he do for the Cyprus problem?" Was George Michael a a politician, or is he a singer? I don't know what people expect from you know people that are in the public eye. They they're they're not the ones that are going to solve the Cyprus problem. We know how that can be solved, so why do we sort of stigmatise people in that way? And as for he didn't have any link with Cyprus, that's a load of BS, because he contributed in a very big way to the UK Thalassemia Society. I remember on one occasion um, at a dinner and dance that I sang at, uh, along with Peter Lewis, who was DJing there, and and my late sister-in-law, Irini, who was singing there, um, George Michael's tour jacket from the Faith, Faith Tour was auctioned for several thousand pounds and that money was re- given to charity. There's also a picture of George Michael in uh, Harringay Municipal Town Hall with a bunch of very young people from the, I, I would imagine, late 80s, early 90s where he's, he's holding a really big cheque that he donated um, for those kids at had thalassemia. He also contributed big time to causes like fighting apartheid in South Africa he sang for the miners um, when they were on strike um, and donated to various charities Terence Higgins Trust and various others so he had a very big heart and I think he he liked to give in a way that he didn't really make a big hoo-ha about it but seeing as we're the kind of people that love making a hoo-ha about everything and We like broadcasting it everywhere. I guess that doesn't make him Cypriot. Um, And the other part of the backlash is is this sort of um, uh, intolerance on issues of homosexuality and sexuality in general, which people won't really sort of say it openly now. They might have done 30 years ago. But there's there's still this kind of um, prevalent attitude that you know, because George Michael was the way he was in terms of his sexuality, that somehow we shouldn't be honouring him. I find that hard to accept. That um, we we make statues in Cyprus for potatoes that look so grotesque, and yeah, you know, the most famous person with a link to Cyprus. Um, We haven't done anything, you know. He sold 100 million records, and we haven't done anything. And and we sit there and say, yeah, but he he was actually gay. You know, you don't really say it publicly, although occasionally it came out on TV from from various conservative-minded reactionaries who commentated on it. Um. So, and then the other thing is the drugs, of course. Now, the drugs... Well, you know, I think half the population in the world has probably tried marijuana at some point in their lives. So I don't really see it as a really big issue, personally. Um, I don't really see why we should stigmatise somebody um, for taking a little bit of weed. You know, it's just... um, Obviously, pop stars take a lot of drugs. All right, so what? I mean, big deal. Um, But... You know, it's just a little bit. It's taking the conservatism of things way too far, because we 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 will we will always dance to their music, and we will always say how oh, wonderful the pop stars that we like are. But if we're going to judge them like that, you know, I, I don't I don't think it's a worthy way of of having a judgment, passing a judgment on someone. In addition to that, there there was this backlash that again quite conservative but coming from um, largely often sometimes left-wing people right who judged george michael because of the music he makes was too pop and it wasn't what they call music i guess i don't know you know if you want to if you want to get stuck in this endechnon um uh vacuum because that's all it is i don't think we're we're actually showing the respect that's true because music is music. It doesn't matter who's making it. It doesn't matter what you label it as. So to actually judge someone for selling too many records sounds a bit envious to me. The other thing that bugs me, right, is fame. Anybody who becomes someone, you know, and and this is the same in, in the community in England, and anybody becomes someone in Cyprus and, and separate communities around the world, suddenly we're all related to them or we all knew them or we all you know, we we was friends with a friend who knew them or something. We've got a link. I've got to tell you straight up, I, I never met George Michael. Um I remotely know people that know him, know people that met him, of course, but I don't really think that's um a big big sort of thing, but because we all sort of like to say that we're related to George Michael and I think a lot of people have done this lately and they expected some, after he died, they even expected some kind of mirasin, you know, a, you know, part of his will or some ridiculous thing and, and I find that equally insulting, that people had nothing to do with him or suddenly um, turn around and, and uh, claim claim to, to have known him or claim to have a share in his state or whatever they you know, whatever they believe, but they're not supporting a very simple cause like having a street named after him in Cyprus. So the petition started and I must admit it it really um got some amazing um support in in a few months after George Michael passed away. As, as I just said, there was a lot of reaction and a lot of things I didn't expect to hear from people who were so-called educated. But, um, I don't know, I also feel at a certain point that we're banging our heads against a brick wall here because, despite the fact that nearly 3,100 people have signed the petition um, since I sort of reactivated it um, a short while ago, um, To get a name, to get a road named after someone in Cyprus, you either have to have killed a lot of people, or been an ex-president. And I I find all that very um, kind of a a dead end, kind of way of seeing road naming, Um, and it's very boring seeing the same roads named after people in in towns and villages in Cyprus. I don't know how many Makarios Avenues or Makarios Streets there are. Spiroski Kyprianou. I find all that a little bit, you know. You know, we're we we're, we're making a uh, uh, trying to make a, a, a mountain you know, out of a molehill because most of our politicians um, didn't really achieve anything. And I think if, if we want to say they achieved something, then we're only speaking for a portion of the population. It's either a case of, you know, that or, you know, some saintly name or something, which again, you know, those sort of things, all right, fine, but why can't we name streets after, you know, famous musicians and not just George Michael? There's a lot of Cypriots that have passed away. And very rarely do they get names named after, and not just musicians, but people that have contributed to culture in such significant ways. It's very difficult to get a road named after someone, first of all, because there's not many new roads in Cyprus. And to change the name of a road, I would love to change Griv Adiyani to George Michael Street. I know it would never happen in a million years. But to change the name of that road, I guess all the people who live on it would have to agree with it, and I doubt they would. So <laughs> the road naming thing, we're going to keep the petition going but the road naming thing is a real struggle and we'll, we'll keep fighting it. The other thing that would be good to do, and this is why I'm doing the Chofta this week, is, is to have some kind of statue somewhere and preferably in the Famagusta district. Because George Michael's father comes from the village of Badrigi, which is slightly north of Famagusta. And... um symbolically speaking that's where a statue should be it's been very difficult getting getting people to agree to this and i'll keep keep going with it and i hope you keep supporting it too if you haven't signed the petition you can do so by going to my webpage, page and there's a section on on there called george michael street follow the follow the link to the petition. It's too long for me to tell you it on a podcast. I think one of the things about George Michael, and this is where we get to the that right, it relates to what I shared with you a few weeks ago about the Hoffman presser, because he's the son of an immigrant father from Cyprus and an English mother, both of whom struggled really hard to make ends meet just after they met and work very hard to do the best for their children that immigrant story of his father gets forgotten a lot especially in these days when immigrant stories are often marginalized stigmatized and now call them economic migrants they now say they shouldn't be here and this isn't just in in uh, the uk this is a universal problem And it's very disrespectful towards all that that generation of immigrants that are often, you know, going back to the 40s, 50s, 60s and 70s who who went to different countries like the UK and around the world to better their lives. And I don't really see the big deal about that. Somehow that kind of migrant story has been forgotten. And... One of the most amazing songs that George Michael ever recorded tells that story. And I found it very moving when I discovered this song. I think a lot of people probably don't know this song because everyone associates George Michael with three or four other songs that have, have sold, you know, sub- substantially more millions. But I find the song Round Here such a moving, you know, um, Song, you know, such a moving narrative, talking about how his parents came to, you know, get on the gravy train and round here, meaning the King- Kingsbury estate where he grew up as a young child in northwest London. So I want to play you that song today. I'm not going to sing today. I just wanted to share this song with you and to share the migrant story of George Michael. That's it.
1: Here on the gravy train I guess my mama had a real bad start to the game They went walking and she took his name today, don't you, every time I try to leave this place, but something inside says you can do better, yeah, yeah. Every time I try to leave this place Something inside says I got it